4: Well, that's right. You heard that, man. It's time for the Ben Maller Show. My name is Bernie Fratto. I am sitting in for Ben Maller tonight. We are coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios here in Las Vegas, Nevada, Fox Sports Radio. TireRack.com will help you get there. an Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Absolute jam-packed show tonight. The final show of the year, the calendar year, the uh, for uh, Fox Sports Radio. If you are in the Eastern time zone, it's 2024. It's old news. If you're in the Central time zone, like our good man Chris Plank, it's 2024, but out here in the left coast, we are in the Pacific Standard Time Zone. One hour until 2024, we will help you ring in the new year. And by the way, we've already got breaking news. Yes, uh, Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver, Kadarius Tony was invited to New York two hours ago to participate in the legendary New York City New Year's Eve ritual, because let's face it, there is nobody better at dropping the ball. Too, too soon? Too soon? No, it's it's not too soon. Many more drops to come. By the way, down year for the Chiefs, and yet they win their division. But looks like they're going to have to play a playoff game on the road this year. So we will see if that, I say it in air quotes, dynasty continues. Yes, it's our year on show. We are jam-packed. Happy New Year to everybody. Please be safe out there. I know most of you have been hooked up to a blender since noon today. Don't get behind the wheel. It's amazing. All right, uh, look. Tonight, we've got the biggest headlines uh, from 2023. By the way, uh, along the way, how did Las Vegas become the center of the universe with sporting events? Alan Snell of uh, Las Vegas Sports Biz will join us in about 15 minutes. You're going to believe all the stuff that's happened here that's also happening. Later in the show, we've got our college football playoff preview. Finally, finally, we get to see some games that truly matter. Alabama, Michigan, and the Rose Bowl. Then, of course, followed by Texas and Washington. We'll have our full NFL playoff picture and breakdown. And, of course, don't forget 2 a.m. Pacific, 5 a.m. Eastern. Malheur, Militia, you're treated to another brand-new edition of What Kind of Brand-New Fool Are You? Followed by What My Name. And, and, And should you like to dive in tonight... I don't take calls on the Bernie Frado show. Well, the midnight hour on Friday night, but that's it. My seven hours, and I don't take a lot of calls. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. If you're the best caller of the night, you don't win anything. But why not? Uh, Green Bay. I want to start there because are the Packers a playoff team? I want to give I want to give Jordan love some flowers. 30 touchdown passes. 11 interceptions. Jordan Love has now done almost, almost what neither Brett Favre nor Aaron Rodgers could do as their first full year as a starter. He's getting to the playoffs. As long as they beat the Bears next Sunday. Next Sunday is going to be epic. But look what Love did Sunday night. Three touchdown passes, ran for a touchdown, 24-36, 256 yards, Green Bay's got some weapons. Jaden Reed caught a couple touchdown passes. Aaron, not Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, another 100-yard game. Yeah, you know what? Good for the Packers. And I want to give Jordan Love his flowers. I was skeptical. He's got a much higher ceiling than I thought. He's getting more consistent down the stretch. He's doing uh, what people hoped he would do. Did Lamar Jackson wrap up the NFL MVP award? I think it probably looks that way. Yes, he's the betting favorite, but you cannot, look, there are 97 sports books in Las Vegas, and someone might flash something on a TV screen. It could be from an offshore site. It could be from a place far away. You, you just don't know, but he was the, you know, favorite entering the game. Then he throws five touchdown passes today and records a perfect pass already, 158.3. The Ravens are your number one seed in the AFC as they are looking to finish the deal, that would be the icing on the cake for Lamar Jackson because, let's face it, for all the accolades he's gotten, he hasn't even gotten to a Super Bowl yet, this could be the year. While we're at it, if the season ended today, Baltimore would be the number one seed. Again, if it ended today, next Sunday could be really something, especially, my goodness, what a way to end it. Sunday night, Buffalo, Miami could be for all the marbles, could be. Buffalo, depending on what happens earlier in the day, could get frozen out of the playoffs if they lose to Miami at Miami. They're currently a three-point favorite. Or, or they could be the number two seed and still win the AFC East. lot to happen next Sunday. But if the season ended today, Baltimore would be your number one seed. They would have a bye. They would face the winner. most likely. Well, they would face the lowest seed, but here's the field as it would stand. Cleveland would... Uh, visit Jacksonville as the number five seed, Jax as the four seed, Buffalo as the sixth seed would visit Kansas City. The Kansas City would have that home playoff game. And then, of course, the Miami Dolphins currently, it's the season in it today, they would be the number two seed. They would host Indianapolis. Over in the NFC, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, uh, they've pretty much locked up the number one seed. Uh, they would. They're the number one seed now. They, uh, they would host, again, the lowest seed depending on, you know, the, the entire field. But Philly would enter the tournament as the number five seed. They would actually have to visit Tampa Bay. They'd be seated four. The matchup everybody seems to want, and they're pining over. Uh, the Lions, as the number three seed, would host the Rams as the number six seed, depending on what happens next Sunday. The Rams visit the 49ers. And then uh, now, boy, what a fortune change for Dallas based on last night and what happened to Philadelphia today. Dallas is now the number two seed as of today, and they would host the Green Bay Packers. And i got to tell you, that would be a hell of a matchup. That would be a hell of a playoff game because I do not trust Dallas. I've told you a thousand times, especially on the road in the playoffs. And by the way, you know Kansas City, uh, uh, the reason I said down here, they're 5-4 and four at home this year but yet they, they managed to win the division like what the eighth straight year. So they're still the defending champs. And as far as Philadelphia, look, there's history. We may get to this later in the show. There's a lot of history going back 35, 40 years on what happens to the team who loses the Super Bowl. So perhaps Philadelphia overachieved in the first part of the season and they're regressing back to the mean. You lose four in a row. Look, they were 10-3 and three and they changed coordinators to freaking Mac Patricia. Come on, man. Just uttering the word Matt Patricia after what he did in Detroit, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I just, I think I just threw up in my mouth. Uh, by the way, you know, what would the NFL be if there wasn't at least one headline off the field, but apparently, uh, this one involves an owner. We'll, we'll use the word allegedly because I, you know, don't want to generate any legal fees for my law firm at Dewey, Cheatham and Howe. Uh, <laughs> One of the NFL's owners and you've heard of this guy David Tepper. Apparently he, you know, he's a pretty fiery guy. He wants results now and he's been very successful in his life and he's finding treading into the NFL waters a little bit more challenging and now he's got to hire a new coach, but he's facing some backlash. Apparently Sunday afternoon in a video that's gone viral on social media, there's a man in the video who appears to be Tepper. He tosses his drink on a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Uh, you know, I can't imagine why he'd be so pissed off. They were only losing twenty-seven to nothing to the Jaguars with their backup quarterback. And then I guess right afterward, he stormed out of the suite after tossing the drink. He, you know, kind of wanted to get the hell out of Dodge. Probably regroup, figured uh, there might be some aftermath. a better, better uh, exit stage left. And you have to, th- you have to believe Roger Goodell is not going to take this lightly. What happens? I don't really know. And I'm sure Goodell will be pissed off, and for no other reason, you just can't waste a good drink like that, right? Come on, don't be throwing your drink on people. For me, it's Crown Royal. I'll be damned if I'm throwing my Crown Royal on somebody. I'm going to drink it. It's worth pointing out, by the way, it's not confirmed. I want to be fair about this, that it's not indeed David Tepper. We don't know, but they say definitely looks just like him, and it lines up considering he was watching the game from that same suite. It just puts a nice capper on the Panthers' 2023 season, which has been nothing but a disaster. No wonder Tepper's frustrations are boiling over. But taking it out on a fan, you know, that's uh, maybe not a real good move, and I believe that's going to come with, certainly it's going to come with some consequences. Jam-packed first hour alone, Alan Smell. LV Sports Biz here in Las Vegas is coming up. We're going to talk about what a center of the universe, Vegas, has become for all things sports. Bottom of the hour, we're going to dive heavily into the NFL playoff picture, and that will continue for the remainder of the hour. And then uh, atop an extra hour, more NFL stuff. As we get into the show, we are going to get into the year's biggest headlines, and, and if you'd like, we'll take your calls. I want to bring the crew in as well. There was a lot of... A lot of really noteworthy things, and I'll jog your memory. You'll say, yeah, you're right. That was kind of a big story. If you'd like to tell us what your big story was, uh, you can all call in as well. There, too, Pee-wee. By the way, I want to remind everybody, winter's coming. Well, it's here, actually, December 21st, according to the calendar. In Los Angeles, that means more rain. In Vegas, hell, I don't know what it means. But for others, like our good buddy Arnie Spanier, in God's country, Vermont, well, that means a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive, all-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires, shipped fast and free to you, or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home, or work, and install them on-site. It's a game changer. Go to tireact.com slash sports to see their hand-cooked test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. By the way, Happy New Year, Shady Sean. See, that's what I do here, man. I'm Bernie Frado. We're coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, TireRack.com studios, sitting in for Ben Maller. Keep it locked. You're listening to The Ben Maller Show on
1: Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice
2: a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut
4: with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables.
5: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
4: Yeah, that's right. You heard the man. The Ben Maller Show continues rolling right along. My name is Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio, TireAct.com studios here in Las Vegas. Happy New Year! It's officially 2024 in Las Vegas and everywhere in the Pacific time zone. Hawaii, you're up next. TireAct.com will help you get there. Not selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireAct.com, the way tire buying should be. Before we dive back into the NFC playoff picture. And as you know, the 49ers have clinched home field advantage in the NFC with their win and the Eagles' loss. They've got a first-round bye. They're not going to have to travel, but they get the Rams next week and what might be an interesting game for you fans. First, uh, as I said, we're going to keep the phone lines open all night. 877-99 on Fox. 877-9966-369. Let's go back out to the phones. Let's welcome in Tony from my home state the glove state michigan how are you tony
3: hey bernie uh happy new year and uh i just want to say um i was at the last lion's home playoff game in 93 i was uh i was there that was january uh, 94 and you saw sterling sharp wide open in the end zone right you got it brother uh i was eight years old and we thought there was gonna be so much more i used to deliver the detroit free press and freeze my butt off reading reading rob parker's columns um and uh him him you know taking out um uh, uh what do you call it uh what's his name uh it's mike stone and uh the, the 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 original odd couple. But I just love what you're doing. I love uh, how you respect the uh the the, the process of it sorry <laughs> i got kids running around here um but i, I just uh, from what happened last night bernie um i think you nailed it i think um i basically have given up on the nfl uh about was it 5 years ago with the the, the saints and the rams as they've gotten the wrong team in the super bowl the wrong teams winning the super bowl recently and uh a lot of people were hitting me up this last week, like you gotta watch this Cowboys game. I did and just to my dismay, uh, you know, you nailed it uh, you know, last night I heard you and it was phenomenal. And um I just wanted to, you know, let you know, um, that uh I, I love your accuracy and how you just lay out the facts, you don't get too opinionated and you know, you're original.
4: Tony, thanks so much for listening. really appreciate that. Happy New Year, and you can check in on Friday nights at Midnight Pacific on the, our new Midnight Hour segment, which is going to start to take root. Thanks, Tony. Uh, God bless everybody in Michigan. Uh, it's a great state, great sports town. Uh, I just will say this about that. Uh, what bothered me the most was that this was a procedural screw-up, not a judgment call. Like an Armando Galarraga threw the no-hitter in 2010, he was out of first base. Jim Joyce apologized. They had a, a rapprochement. The commissioner could have overturned it. He didn't. There have been plenty of bad calls going back forever. And NFL officiating has been a topic. And even though Roger Goodell says he thinks it's great, well, we'll tell you what we're gonna, we think is going to happen to this, this Brad Allen crew. And this is not a bunch of Lions fans whining. This is a real situation. If you understand, if you understand the protocols, So let's just leave it there for now. Speaking of the Detroit Lions, they clinched the NFC North. They are currently the number three seed in the NFC. It appears they're going to stay that way. Saturday night cost them a shot to get to the number two seed. By the virtue of the Lions losing, they can't be the number one seed. They would have had to win out, and the Niners would have had to lose a game because the Niners owned all the the, uh, tiebreakers. The Lions host the Vikings next week. There's no lineup. I'm not sure who the Vikings are going to start a quarterback. Maybe they'll bring back Fran Tarkenton. They have probably just a good chance with him. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they continue to lead the NFC South, even with their loss to the Saints. They hold the tiebreaker based on their best win percentage in common games, and they can clinch the division with a win next week. Guess who they play? Carolina at Carolina. I expect a solid effort out of Baker Mayfield and company. And uh, Derek Carr uh, and the Saints, you, you put together an effort today, but it's too little too late. Told you Derek Carr wasn't your savior. You didn't listen. Why do you think he was 63 and 79 as a starter here for the Raiders? Let's go back out to the phone lines. We're joined by Pete from Lake City. Pete, what's on your sports mind today? Hey, uh just... The, the, Hello. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are yeah, you I'm there? Here. I'm here. Okay, sorry. So, so, sounded like the drive through at Wendy's there, Pete. I lost you. Start over. Oh.
6: Yeah, I was saying the Vikings, they played terrible today. They, they're they in a weak division, except for Detroit, who's playing wonderful. Uh, they got quarterback issues, but it's much more than that. I, it's like defense, like it depends on the game. They beat, they beat San Francisco when they wanted to play. Today, it's almost like they didn't want to play. And, you know, you start wondering, is this a coaching issue? And is it on the defensive coaching? Is it the head coach? You know, we got to give the head coach a couple more years. But, I mean, this team
4: is playing all over the road map this year. So, so Pete, Pete, is Lake City in Minnesota? Correct. Okay, so here's the situation on, on the Vikes. You don't have a quarterback right now. Even though Nick Mullins threw for 400 last week, he's turned the ball over six times in two weeks. Kevin O'Connell lost faith in him. But you weren't going to get anything out of Jared Hall, and the defense knows that. I tell you, the defense can only last so long when you know you're not going to put up points. So today was a bit of an outlier. The Vikings are better than what they showed today, and they were a playoff team last year. So if they can get Kirk Cousins back or bring in a bridge quarterback, I don't know, you might even see Russell Wilson, for crying out loud. Uh, anyway, you got the last uh, last word, Pete. Anything else?
6: Well, you know, I think we might want to try something more experienced, you know, a more experienced quarterback. It's working for the Browns. You can find a guy (laughs) who's on the couch. You want a chance, put him back in.
4: All right, Pete, thanks for the call. Minnesota. Great state. Been there many, many times. Used to love Rudolph's Rivers, Carboni's Pizza in St. Paul. A little cold this time of year, but so what? Put on a jacket, go about your business. 877 on Fox, 877-996-6369 if you want to weigh in. How about those Rams? They clinched the playoff berth. Very well deserving. Great coaching job by Sean McKay, Sean McVay. And what are they, you know, they developed Kyron Williams, they developed Pukunasua. Matt Stafford, he'll he'll eventually turn into Matt Stafford. Don't worry, through two picks, but he's a leader and he plays his butt off and he plays hurt, and he wins the locker room. Uh, I'm going to stick to my guns. If if that holds serve and wild card weekend, the Lions host the Rams. I'm taking the Lions. Sorry, we'll see. You can make me crow if I'm wrong. We'll see how the Rams do against the 49ers next week. But I, regardless, I think what happens, there the number six seed. The Packers they moved up to the number seven spot with their big win over the Vikings on Sunday night. They can clinch a playoff berth if they beat the Bears in Week 18. And the game is at home. But, you know, the Bears are fired up because they're playing loosey-gooseys and no pressure, and uh, they appear to be one of those franchises. uh, You know, when it doesn't matter, they're pretty good. I'll be very curious to see if they run it back with Justin Fields and Matt Eberflus. Maybe Eberflus, but you know how I feel about Fields. I like him personally, but he can't operate from the pocket. He's a college version of a... Uh, of a dual threat quarterback his default mechanism is to run Uh, he takes too long to get rid of the ball he's not accurate sorry call him as i see him prove me wrong i've been saying it for two years prove me wrong now he's had some good games recently but that style of play is not sustainable and the bears come on okay it's they're playing loosey-goosey we'll see what happens when it starts for really good next year but we're nowhere near that now if the bears go in and beat green bay Hmm, I don't know, man. That, you know, maybe maybe we'll have a different conversation, or maybe not. The Seattle Seahawks, well, they blew a golden opportunity Sunday when Pittsburgh just came in and just pushed them around. They beat them like a running mule. I, I watched that game, man. This looked like the '70s Steelers for crying out loud. They rode Seattle like a stick horse. They ran the ball right up their took us. They made plays on defense when they needed to. They looked very physical. So now the Seahawks. They're in a tough spot. They're in the number eight spot, and they no longer control their own playoff destiny after losing to the Steelers. They hold the tiebreaker over the Saints based on having a better record. But that and 50 cents will get you a cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. Next week, Seahawks at the Cardinals. That's not going to be an easy game. The Saints, I just talked about them. They're number nine after the win over the Bucks they 're actually believe it or not they 're tied for first in the NFC South, but if Tampa Bay wins because they have the better win percentage in common games, the Buccaneers hold the tiebreaker sign our saints we 'll see what happens. The Saints host the Falcons next week coming up bottom of the hour we 'll get on the rest of this with Minnesota, the Bears, the Falcons, the Giants, and you know most of these you know. And we're still going to get to the biggest headlines in the business of sports in 2023. I want to talk a lot about, uh, well, not a lot, but we'll touch on what's going to happen to this Brad Allen crew, among other things. And, of course, at 2 a.m. Pacific, 5 a.m. Eastern, what kind of brand-new fool are you and what my name? There were four pretty big stories in the NBA this year, and we can't leave that out because we covered all here on the Bernie Fratello Show, even though I am sitting in for Ben Maller. So coming up, a New Year's Day version of medina magic and he'll be the first guest officially on the 2024 calendar for fox sports radio he's coming up i'm bernie fratto we're coming to you live from las vegas fox sports radio direct.com studios keep it locked you're listening to the ben mallard show
1: on fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app. This is it—we've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
2: We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is
4: he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that—he is! And you will not believe where he's going next—the Amex Dedicated Card Member entrance for the
0: win!
7: That's right, you
4: heard the man. Ben Maller's show keeps rolling right along. My name is Bernie Frato. We're coming to you live from the Tyrex.com studios here in Las Vegas. Fox Sports Radio. Tyrex.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrex.com, the way tire buying should be before we get to the crew and the biggest headlines in the business of sports perhaps we had another big headline just three days ago let's go out to the phones lynn from orange county wants to talk about russell wilson welcome in lynn
6: hey thank you bernie first of all
4: i want to say i uh, really
6: uh, admire your work man and uh, you got a wonderful voice you sound like my neighbor if you heard him talk boy but uh, you seem like a friend, man. I just, like, appreciate you.
4: Well, thanks for the kind words. Just curious. I, I'm assuming this is Orange County, California?
6: Yes, yeah, sir. I'm a uh, truck driver for Albertsons Bonds. I'm going to uh, Capistrano right now, but I'm based ah. out of Irvine.
4: Okay. Well, I lived yeah. a lot of my life in Orange County. <laughs> Went to Cal yeah, State, Fortune. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, Very so pretty. let's let... That's very true. That's very true, my friend. All right, so, Lynn, <laughs> uh, you, you you got the floor. I'd like to hear your thoughts on Russell Wilson.
6: Yes. Uh, I thought they did him wrong because I, I believe that Russell is a future Hall of Famer, and he was uh, one uh, bad coaching job away from a second ring. So to just run him out like that, the way Sean Payton did it, it seemed like it was a lack of character move. Like if this was an HR issue, they violated the code of, code of ethics on Russell Wilson, and it really bugged me, man. It it,
4: it actually uh, bugged a lot of people. This was a huge topic on my show Friday night. Uh, there are fo- fans in Denver that that were glad he's gone, but there are a lot who came to his defense. And look, how it was handled has to leave a bad taste in your mouth if you have any humanity, because. He is going to get Hall of Fame votes. He's been to two Super Bowls, one one, arguably should have two. The problem is, Lynn, is that uh-huh. I think I th- I think that Sean Payton, you know, w- w- the the minute those two were joined at the hip, Russell had one foot in the grave on the other, banana peel. Sean Payton was waiting for this day. And I, what bothers me most is the way the conference, the press conference was handled, trying to make it look like, oh, we're just trying to win here. That's bullvine scatology. It was a money deal all the way. They cut him now. They don't owe him $39 million. You got You got the last word. I'm hearing four teams are interested in him, though. You got the last word, Lynn. Yeah,
6: uh, first of all, I just want to say I'm a Rams fan, and they clinched it today. I've been down there so far a few times. Loving my team right now, and I hope we win it all again. But, uh, Bernie, uh, you're pretty awesome, man, and uh, I listen to you. Uh, when you come on on the weekend, because, I, I, you know, I listen to uh, Mallard the, the rest of the night. I'm sure. out here these hours uh, in the truck. But when you
4: come on, you got my ear, brother. Well, that's very kind, uh, Lynn. I appreciate that. And if you're on the road Friday nights, we're creating a new segment called The Midnight Hour. It's already taken off, so maybe we'll hear from you again. Thanks, Lynn. Happy New Year. I'll definitely be listening in. Thank you, Bernie. Really Fine. appreciate you, and Happy New Year. Thank you, sir. Back at you. All right. Uh, one of the things we enjoy doing—this is my third New Year's Eve I've worked in a row. for Ben Mal, actually the fourth, fourth—we get an opportunity to reflect on some of the biggest headlines in the business of sports the prior year, and there's always a ton of them. And this year was even more unique, given the the state of the uh, state we are in in the world of sports, with the way the the landscape is shifting. Uh, I want to start with the crew, though. Uh, Shane, let's start with you. Did you have a particular sports story this past year that really stuck out in your mind, the kind of thing we'll be talking about for years?
8: Well, I mean, it just happened, and I'm also a Dodger fan, so this might be why, like, it's just stuck in my head the minute you told me that we were going to do this, and it's obviously the whole entire Shohei ordeal, and everything that kind of happened with the media on the media side of it, and just like as a Dodger fan, just like the the wave of emotions I went through, and kind of like, oh, he's going to Toronto, oh, he's flying there, oh, he's doing this, oh, he's doing that, and like, scrolling Twitter for honestly like hours and hours and hours on end, sweating every time. I would see a new update, and there were just different updates from different people, and it was just a very stressful time to be a Dodger fan. But in the end, I'm very happy, and it was a good story and had a very happy ending. And yeah, um, yeah it's just the entire Shohei ordeal, just the, everything that happened with that. I, I I can't really like say anything else that was just the, like as impactful this year in in my eyes and in, in towards of my sports life. But I mean, if I think of anything else in terms of just like a more broad sense, but when it comes to just me, it's more of just like yeah, the show. And scientific. it's not
4: just it's not just you, because he signed a ten-year contract, and not only does Shohei Otani come to the number two media market where the Guggenheim family again, uh, I said it was a vanity buy years ago, but they want to win, and they're stocking another you know legendary team. So we'll see if they do win. But let's not also bury the lead. It's a ten-year, seven hundred million dollar deal. And it was a unique wrinkle because Otani's deferring $680 million of it. So the salary counts at roughly $46 million a year. The Dodgers kind of game the system there for competitive balance tax purposes. And we have stuff to wait and see. Can he come back and pitch? Will he be effective? I say yes. But, Shea, you're spot on. This was not only a big story in L.A. for Dodger fans, but it's an international story. Uh, And I will tell you... Uh, Every one of his games will be on TV in Japan, and Shohei made $40 million last year uh, in royalty or, you know, in in, in off-the-field endeavors alone, and I think it's only going to grow. So this is a win-win on and off the field. The chef, Kevin Wyatt, what are your thoughts? What's the story that you saw in 2023 that we'll be talking about uh, years from now?
9: Definitely DeMar Hamlin. Uh, That's how the year started. I think it was uh, January 2nd, as I recall, uh, when he collapsed on the field in front of everyone. National television, Monday Night Football, one of the biggest matchups uh, that was being hyped before the game. And to see that happen in front of such a big audience and having us wonder, one, is he going to make it through the night? Is he going to make a recovery? Will he play again? And then seeing everything just progress to a point to where not only did he survive— He recovered made a full recovery, got back onto the football field. And even though he's only been active for, I think, five games this season, uh, the fact that he's even on the field is a testament to uh, both uh, his determination and the advances of modern medicine and the quick work of the EMT officials on the field and the doctors at the hospital. And I think it was a difficult situation that turned out as well as you could possibly hope for, and that's because uh, everyone worked together and used their training and used what was told, what we've been taught, You know, going back for a while now after having some of these incidents happen in the past. And uh, to see it turn out the way that it did, I think, is uh, nothing short of a modern miracle.
4: Well, uh, that's a very good one. And that's something we will be talking about for years, and I'll tell you why I know that. And uh, not to split hairs, it actually was like December 1st of 2022. But here's why it carried into this year. Because when that young man lied on the turf, I believe he died on the field and they revived him. And then what was his life going to be like? Would he be able to walk again? The story continued in the media. And then he had su- suiting suit for the Buffalo Bills. And it's a testament to the human spirit that he came back, irrespective of the fact that he played five plays or seven plays this year. The fact that he's back and leading a normal life, that's the big thing. And I'll tell you why, Kevin, because... In March of 1990, I've led this weird, odd, idiosyncratic life with the sporting events I've been to, the mouse at the palace coming up on 20 years, Kermit Washington punching Rudy Tomjanovich, you name it. Well, I was there the night Loyola played, uh, and, 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 oh, Hank wow. Gar- yeah, and Hank, Gar- Hank uh, Gathers collapsed on the court and died. We had to see that. You can't unsee that. And they didn't have a defibrillator in the gym. That changed the way they now prepare these facilities and venues for when these things happen they were playing portland state and guess who one of the players on portland state's team was that night it was eric Spolstra, the current coach of the uh, miami heat so now and think about what you, what you said when you told the story the way that the medical crew was able to mobilize so quickly and avoid a tragedy there have been players die on the field the detroit had the detroit lions had a player die on the field in the 70s the minnesota north stars had a player die on the ice bill masterton uh, in the 60s or 70s, thereabouts. So that's a story that will be talked about for years. And anywhere you see DeMar Hamlin the rest of his life, no matter where he goes, that's what people are going to associate him with most. Uh, Mark Ramsey, your thoughts on what is the story for you that took place that we'll be talking about years from now?
10: My story that came to mind is the Draymond Green situation. It's, you know, me thinking about how the NBA maybe should act like the parent in a situation like this and having to sit this player down and somehow convey to him that certain behaviors don't go in basketball and you need to find a way to change your mind about how you conduct yourself during the game. You know, I know he's a great player, he's done a lot, he's he's great for the team but his behavior does not fit what basketball does. And his basketball is in the NBA too afraid to tell him, you know, I know he's not their real kid, but they tell their player, you need to yeah. stop. You need to fix what you're doing. This is not working when you punch other players and when you punch your own players on your own team. This behavior does not fit and what kind of, you know, eventual punishment they will deliver on him but just that whole situation about how the nba treats it how he's going to deal with it if he's going to change and how that's all going to work itself out
4: good stuff guys all thoughtful stuff and these are things that have sort of a a referendum above and beyond just the game on the field whether it's otani or whether it's demar hamlin or whether it's uh, 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 Draymond Green and it'll be adjudicated by Joe Dumars a guy I respect, I covered the team in 2004 that beat the Lakers in 5 I remember the bad boys teams, I was there for that, uh, when Joe Dumars you know, guarded Jordan like nobody else and that team came a whisker from three-peating uh, he's, he, Joe Dumars has a very fertile mind the, the issue here is that he's now had seven incidents and so what do you do? What do you do? And it remains to be seen and indefinite is, is kind of a spicy word uh, we're going to continue with this. Uh, I have three or four key stories, and uh, we'll take your calls also at 877-996-6369. I want to remind everybody, winter's coming in Los Angeles, where Fox Sports Radio is based. That means more rain, and I appreciate you all listening out there on 570 AM, the Blowtorch. But for others, it's a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tyra. Has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the tire decision. Uh, tire, check that. Use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires, shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You get free hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? Well, they bring new tires to you at home or work, and they install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see your Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's tireact.com slash sports. Tireact.com, the way tire buying should be. We continue with the year's biggest headlines in the business of sport. I'm Bernie Fratto, sitting in for Ben Mallor. Happy New Year, everybody. Coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, tireact.com studios. Don't go anywhere or you're first in line for a frontal lobotomy. You're listening to The Bernie Fratto Show on Fox Sports Radio.